When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the Sift Spoil for Ready Player One. If you have not seen the film, please stop listening right now. Go and see the movie. We don't want you here. We want to not spoil you. Also, we're going to be jumping around here and there, not going chronologically throughout this movie, so it might be confusing if you don't know what we're talking about. It's time to jump into this. I think the first thing we need to talk about is how different the challenges are in the book as they are in the movie. And right out of the bat, I mean, just the first thing in the movie <laughs> is, oh, somebody, some Gunter found the first portal to this race. And you go, what? What? Yeah. Like, okay, I, I guess it's not important, you know? Yeah. It, all the gates are gone. There are no gates anymore. So it's just the keys you need. Yeah. The, the keys unlock the next clue. And when you die, you don't lose your key. No. Uh, even in the book, when you die, you don't, right? Or is that what yeah, you're Yeah, you keep about? the keys. Right. But in the movie, it says if you die, you lose your keys. And the leaderboard <laughs> is of no importance. Yeah. You, they show it a couple of times, and they show the when Parsifal gets the first key. And yeah. And they show it when Artemis gets the second key. Yeah. But they re- like it never holds any real value. And yeah. Other people finding the key is not a big deal. That that's one of the things. It's just like oh, there's no there's no. For me, the problem with the challenges in the movie compared to the challenges in the book is there's no real consequence to these challenges whatsoever. It's just everyone's going to find them at some point. I it's just I I don't know. Did are you talking more specifically though? Like like okay, so for example, in the book. He has to find the cave, you know, and go right. down and, pl- and play the game in the cave. Here, the very first uh, challenge is a race. A race that no one can ever finish. Yeah. So, but, and keep in mind, dying is super horrible in the Oasis. Yeah, you lose you, all your stuff. You lose all your experience. You lose all your stuff. Um, yet, everyone keeps doing this race that is not beatable. Yeah. So... Opposed to its counterpart, which is do a Dungeons and Dragons maze. Yeah. Followed by beating an AI that is of um, Holidays. Holidays AI by score or whatever. Yeah. In Joust. That makes so much sense. Yeah. As far as a quest goes, then all of a sudden you're in a race and uh, we can spoil because we're in spoilers. Yeah. And just putting it in reverse. Yeah, it just that I, I, I don't know how to take that. It's just it was a great scene. Oh, it's so so cool much to, fun to watch. You got T Rex and you got King Kong and you have all the road, you know, constantly changing, you know, shape and like right. flipping. And it was around. fun watching that again, but underneath. Yeah, right. It, it was it was very entertaining, uh, but it just didn't make any sense. And how if the whole world is watching? If you just put it in reverse and go, 
how does no one notice that? Obviously, yeah. Artemis noticed. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead real quick. One of the things that really annoyed me was the idea of being alone versus being in a clan and everyone wanting this for themselves, but then immediately from the beginning he wins and then he tells H. And then yeah. H tells the the Daito and Show. Yeah. Which it's show toe in the book, but it's show in the movie, which Yeah, I yeah. couldn't remember. Yeah, it was Daito and Shoto. And then, so, like, they all start telling each other how to get it. And then everyone knows. But it's like, that's not, it just, it seems so, yeah, uh, different. like, it just kind of ruins that yeah. for me. In the book, they're all competing against each other. Right. Like, they're, they're technically aware of each other, and you could sort of call them friends, but not to the level that's shown in the movie. Like, in the movie, he already knows who Daito and Shoto are, and he's heard of Artemis, which... I didn't really buy his nerd crush on Artemis as much in the well. movie yeah. as in, you know, the book. In the book, he is like head over heels for this girl he's never met. Right. He's read her blog, you know, yeah. page for page. He watches her streams. He does, you know, he does all these other things that, yeah. and I would say that that stuff is very, in the book is very believable as a nerd, as a, as a, a lone person. Yeah. Um, I feel like this movie did a lot to break the whole alone part of being a nerd mm -hmm. and say, no, here's the everyone's together. Because that was one of the also the big things that I was just like, in the book, I find it very endearing that they don't meet until the, the very, very last. That's it. You meet at the very end. Yeah. And here you're like in what? The second second scene and not scene but the act. second act and here we are meeting everybody yeah and everybody lives in the same place and Everybody's, everybody let you know yeah. it's just it's just very like okay it, it completely changes the feel of it to they kept trying to throw in we're not we're not clans people but yeah. it's like you're, you're doing you're, nothing but acting like you're in a clan the whole time you're telling each other everything yeah and you're helping each other out like they go like uh artemis they go to the club because she's trying to help him out and find it, and they're going to find it together. Yeah. It's just a very odd feeling. And I was really upset that Ogden Mora wasn't there doing oh. his DJ thing, turning right. into a wizard and blowing things up. Right. They, they had, you know, they had the deus cube machina of throw the time cube and get out of there, where I was just yeah. like, Ogden is nowhere. Like, it's his birthday, his club. Yeah. And he's like, it shows how powerful you can be if yeah. you are, you know, uh, a founder and have that ability and what you're actually playing for. Exactly. Um, but in the movie, it's just like, oh, let's go to a club. Yeah. Which, again, there's really cool references. You see, like, Harley Quinn and, yep. like, all these other characters there. But at the same time, you know, it's more visual, less story in that moment. Yeah, and he, that's how they find out who he is because he says his name. Yeah. They, it's weird that to me that they made Wade Watts in the movie – Fairly, it's he's almost like Harry Potter in the sense he doesn't do anything. Yeah, all he does is make things worse in yeah. that entire movie. Where in the books, you know, the evil corporation, yeah, has hacked him and looked and gotten into information they shouldn't have, and they know who he is, and you know they blow up the stacks, and uh, it's just in this he's like he he's so he figured out to go back like the stuff he figures out. I, and this is why I kind of wish my my brother had seen it, and we could ask someone who's never read the books. The stuff he figures out to me, anyway, yeah. anyway, like, does it make him special? No, no. 
you could have accidentally put your car in reverse. Yeah. And won. Exactly. Yeah. Or what? Uh, I mean, I felt like the last challenge they did okay. Uh, I, I was it Dig Dug? Is that what it was? Or? The last challenge was the uh, adventure. Oh, adventure! That's right. what. It, oh, know, yeah, because it has the Easter, Easter egg, egg yeah. and all. You yeah. know, which is which is a big. I don't part. know. Why I thought it was Dig Dug. I'm an idiot. That's <laughs> okay. It could have been Burger Time. It, you know, it's all. The same. <laughs> uh, so, and I thought they did that all right. I. Once again, though, it's just there's there's this weird disconnect between how hard is it to actually win this Easter egg yeah. compared to the book. Like in the book, it's been five plus years and no one does anything. And I think they say that in the movie, but it doesn't feel yeah. that way because it seems like they've been r- doing that race for five years. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And then you have the Shining Challenge. Right. Which, again, really fun to watch. It's really, you know, entertaining, but at the same time, like, it could have been figured out so quickly. Well, it did get figured out so quickly. Yeah. Uh, it, They immediately, what, they messed up by going, they immediately went to the clip they needed to go to. Yeah. Right? So they went to the clip and it's like, look, this is what he's talking about, which is also a thing that by cutting Ogden out, they bring that, what's his? The curator. Yeah. But what the, what's his uh, wife's name? I can't think of her name. Kira? Kira. Kira yeah. So, like, they bring that super in early, opposed to being the reason he wins eventually, because he realized how much Halliday loved her. Yeah. They make that a super huge focal point early on in Act 2, and then, you know, and go from there. Uh, And then the challenge itself, like, I like the idea of, okay, let's go to the movie, what movie was playing, you know, let's look at movies, we'll grab the movie, we'll go. Okay. Because it kind of holds with the second challenge of playing through a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Because I wondered how they were going to do that. Like, how do you... Obviously, for someone like me, sitting there and having to do line for line of things yeah. would be so much more fun. Oh, didn't yeah. They actually, in the book, didn't they actually do they did war games? They did it for a War Games yeah. and a Holy Grail. Yeah, they did it for War Games. Uh, so, yeah, like, going through and doing War Games would have just been a blast. Oh, but yeah. You obviously can't do that cinematically. Yeah. But then when they got to the actual challenge... They even were like, well, this isn't in the movie. Like, what's this? And it's just a bunch of floating zombies. Yeah, you got to jump from zombie to zombie. Yeah, it just that didn't work for me. Like, what what does this have to do with video games? Yeah. But the one thing they did get right, sort of, is the final battle on uh, Halliday's Castle. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody's showing up. You have, you know, uh, Halo Spartans. You have... That Chucky scene, it's, where it's F and Chucky, and like, oh, you dropped an F bomb in Ready Player One. Well, that was that was one thing I didn't say in uh, in my negatives in the Sif Pop proper was I was kind of confused why there was so much cursing. I have no issue with cursing, but I would like to be able to think this movie could be more take my nephews to see, yeah, opposed to like more tell my friends to see. Yeah, I don't. It just didn't feel like there was a need but maybe it's an 80s thing because in the 80s they kind of did that too they would just randomly in these kids movies like et drop that you know s bombs yeah so i don't know sorry didn't mean to as sidetrack no i'm right there with you and then you know mecha godzilla showing up fighting iron man and you know it's all right iron giant not iron man (laughs) yeah yeah close enough uh yeah and i i liked i liked the gundam I liked when uh, the Serenity showed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, there was some really good stuff that happened, um, especially in that fight and in the in the first scene. 
And I really, and, and I know we kind of glossed over it, but I do think the stuff they did in The Shining was really interesting and horrifying yeah. because that movie is horrifying. And I think it worked really well. Um, but then they showed everybody, they showed all the Sixers going through it. Freaking out. Failing. And yeah. you just go, how? How? Yeah. If H can go in that it go and in, accidentally. <laughs> by the way, H not knowing that is also kind of an insult. No, because H knows everything. Right. They all do. This is what they spend every moment of their day. But anyways, H going in there, never seeing the movie, but somehow survives. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. But the Sixers go in there and they can't figure it out. I don't, I don't know. I Sorry, this is the cynical side of me coming no, out. No, I'm right there with you. I totally agree. But at the same time, there's a difference between good storytelling and entertaining storytelling. Yes. It's not good storytelling, but it's fun to watch. See, and I, you said you liked the book. I love the book. It's one of my favorites. See, I, I had issues with the book. Um, and one being, I don't necessarily like the, the baddie. Like, I, I don't like the Sorrento? idea of, of, well, of the evil corporation. Oh. Like, one thing that the movie also kind of misses is the vastness of the Oasis. It seems like everything that happens in this movie happens in one spot. Yeah. Uh, there's no real talk about travel between two. They'll yeah, there's show, planets. They'll show it, but there's no real... Like, they talk about it in the very beginning, but then everything seems to just happen in one spot. Or getting yeah. to that spot isn't hard. Um, But, like, the idea of, in the book, he can't even go off of his one world because he's broke. Yeah. And fortunately for him, he's in the right spot. But the fact that you have to pay money to go anywhere is just as bad. As the other company wanting to come in and do anything else. It's just they've accepted this one. Like, it just is really weird. And then the idea of a corporation, this is where I just lose it, is like if, in the movie and the book. The idea of a corporation willing to blow up a bunch of people to win a bunch of money to me is just a stretch. I feel like you could do more. Like in the movie, he's walking around with a gun in the middle of the, in the, middle of the stacks of Columbus. Like, what do you... Like what do you expect's gonna happen here? Yeah. Like it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing. It's not intelligent, I think, for me. Like what if I were an evil genius and I wanted to win, they're doing everything right. They are abusing the, they are abusing the power they have. Right. Yeah. They get it, they pay people to come do it, they win by numbers, they go get it. But then all of a sudden you start like uh entering a world of espionage, like actually killing people. Uh, killing actual gunters, like all that stuff, all that stuff just it lost it for me in both the book and the movie. It just doesn't make sense mm. for me. I, I ate it up. <laughs> I did. I was like, "Yep, it, it's true. Corporations do that. It's true." See, I don't buy that. No, nah, yeah. But um, did... maybe it's just because I found that you know to be itself an homage to eighties, you know, evil corpse. Yeah, you know? and, and that could be. Oh, I'm sorry. And that could be what I missed. That really could be because you say that, and that is a perfect, a perfect point. It could be in itself making homage to that idea, yeah, of like um, Wolf on Wall Street, that kind of stuff, and just and I just totally missed it. I just totally missed it as being like, but, like in the movie, his idea was if they won. What did you think of the they because they tried to show how their evil intentions if they won. And oh it, yeah, by putting ads everywhere, putting pop up ads in like every inch of the screen. Yeah. Like, how would that work? How do you think anyone would use the Oasis? And maybe that's the point is they would ruin it. But it just seems so comical. Yeah. It just it just didn't. I just where where they're like, uh, we've <laughs> we've scientifically studied. You can put up to 80, 80% ads up without causing seizures. And, <laughs> right. And I'm like, 
but it's not usable. <laughs> yeah, like what? Like why would you do that? Uh, I. So let me ask you this: Did you feel like the stakes were real in the movie compared to the book? No, not at all. And that to me is where the like. I felt because of the the things I didn't like in the book being some of the plot points that there was a really good yeah. opportunity to like shift that in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and they not only didn't shift it, they completely missed like any of the urgency or direness or all of it. The real world and the Oasis were almost interchangeable to a point that like, um, like the real world felt just as fantasy as yeah. the Oasis opposed to the real world feeling dire and run down and just like horrible. Like I just feel like they yeah. they wanted everything to look pretty instead of realizing it should have. I don't know. The stakes were not high for me. Yeah. Also, in the book, you forget that you know they start winning the the corporation. They they get keys before uh, uh, all the Gunters do, and that's when they all start freaking out. Like, oh, we got to hurry. We got to right. figure this out. I think the I think the fact that no one is ever in any real danger totally pulled me out of the movie just because in the book people died right oh yeah people died because this corporation wants to win this so bad so if you don't work with them you know in the movie they did the whole book thing where they thought they were killing wade yeah and didn't um but other people did die in the books and it just makes it more uh it just makes the stakes so high i just it felt like nothing in this that I think that was my my hardest thing about it was, and I know I'm being super negative. I'll try to get positive after this. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, it just it felt like nothing really mattered. Um, and like in the books, Wade does so much, including uh, turning himself in to be indentured. Yeah, to, to crack like being there for a long time to like crack their code, to hack their system, to download all their files, to figure out what was going on, to find a way to get rid of the the um shield all that stuff and in the in in the movie he just is there and has helped out yeah it's everybody around him that does all the spectacular stuff Mm -hmm. whereas in the book you really appreciate how much knowledge he has he really is the smartest person in the room i don't feel that in the movie though no not at all it's like i said to me it felt like harry potter in the sense that harry potter is the the chosen one but really, it's everyone else around him that does everything, and he yeah. just yells, experience, whatever. Expelliarmus, I think. I, I'm not a Harry Potter person. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. That's why I keep bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> trying to help you out. Thanks, um, buddy. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to the spoiler cast? So, I mean, not really. I, the problem, the yes, I could probably talk about the difference between the books and the movies <laughs> for a long time, uh, but I'm sure it gets old and waning. Uh from the simple things of like him not really liking his family whatsoever. Like I felt that dynamic didn't work well. I felt like his van was too, too up to date and too, like it's just everything seemed wrong to me. So I will say it was a great movie. I liked it. Yeah. There you go. I did. I did like it. That's the hard part for me is I did genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. But that the that's why I can't I think I need to not read books before watching a movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is a good book. <sighs> Real good book. I see I also didn't like all the the 
in the movie it works because it's not blatant because you can just put images and stuff everywhere right yeah so you can have all your your references in the book i got real tired of reading paragraphs of like of pop culture name drops mm. that got a little old for me but you should uh try listening to the audiobook because it's read by <laughs> will wheaton oh really yeah <laughs> that it, makes sense yeah that makes sense i sound like such a negative person this is no, what i didn't good. want you're good. Um, you're good. It's, I know we, we want. We want about. honest. We want honest opinions. We don't want fluffed. I spoiled this in the regular one accidentally. Oh, was what? H H being. Oh, the girl. The girl. Yeah. I. I don't know why it didn't work for me in the movie. I don't know if it's because they used her voice, but then toned it in yeah. a manner that just wasn't natural right like it just felt like okay so they took her into a booth and then toned it down yeah and maybe that was the point like that was supposed to be the hint um but i also didn't really like her acting that much in this like it really took me out and i don't know um because i do think the acting was like we were saying um the scene with uh halliday and ogden's those were like the best scenes yeah, hands down, acting wise, yeah. just the dialogue, the the things he said, even even how it's a little bit silly. Like, I wish I could go back as fast as I possibly could. Wink, wink. You yeah, know, like it's like uh, okay, but like those scenes were done so well. Um, did you like the curator? Yeah, he was funny. Uh, I honestly didn't see the twist of him being Ogden because you know I was expecting Ogden to actually Step be the in. wizard. You know, yeah, and like. They're driving around in a van at the end instead of being like completely safe in Ogden's, you know, <laughs> huge mansion. Yeah, um, I would say like the whole Ogden being taken out and being made the curator, the quarter, the extra life quarter seemed less valuable as well. Um, yeah, he's just like I told you, I was the only one mentioning her. You're like, oh, here's a quarter. Yeah, extra life. You know, you didn't have to do a perfect game of Pac-Man because, like, all the video. Yeah, game he stuff, had to do a perfect, a perfect game of Pac-Man to get that quarter. Like all the stuff that made the book very video gamey and resonated with me, whether it be like I felt. All right, so this is how I'm going to end it. This is how I'm going to end. It. You can end it however you want. <laughs> this is how I'm going to end it, and it's going to be a positive, not a negative, about life. All right, here we go. So. The thing that really got me is the book is very much so about how you can have real relationships with people that you've never met before and how you can change the world with those people even though you've never met them. You can know just because you've spent hours with them uh, online or talking to them, you can know what kind of person they are. I liked um, that in the book, their avatars, both for uh, Wade and for um, Artemis, yeah. were not supposed to be like super attractive fancy people that they were normal looking yeah. um and i liked how all that went down and the movie was kind of like and then we shut the oasis down every like twice a week you know and it's yeah like, so that people can realize get together with each other and i was like that is not what the book is saying at all the book is about how you can be make these real connections with people and, uh, and other stuff. So that that's why I end up liking the book because as a nerd, it really did, um, it really did resonate with me on how being alone but not alone works, opposed to, well, this fantasy world is a, a joke, you know. Yeah. Make sure you shut it off twice a week. <laughs> oh man, I'm right there with you. It would stink if you know your days off from work didn't 
were coincide with yeah. the oasis oh yeah. you're so right yeah oh uh, did you like everybody in the street just fighting during that battle oh that was kind of it was I, weird I'm it like, was weird what but if it was you hilarious. walk out in traffic you know it was weird but hilarious because the idea was basically every everyone on the planet was now in the oasis battle no matter where they were yeah <laughs> and i just thought well okay you're you're kicking and punching and you do kind of just fall into the street meanwhile um Meanwhile, uh, H is driving this big van around. Yeah. Like, how are you avoiding all this stuff? It's so funny. Oh, the scene with him trying to put the diamond key in and the, the van car. keeps... I'm like, ah, oh, that was cringeworthy. Right? It's just... Yeah. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the problem, and this is why I was saying, if you're an actual nerd, yeah. as I am uh, and have been my entire life, uh, there are parts of it you like and then parts of it... I'm just, it's kind of like... This is a really bad reference. Um, it's such a bad reference that I can't even name, think of the name of the show. What is the show that has all the nerds? Are you talking about uh, either the Big, IT crowd or Silicon Valley? Big Bang Theory. Oh, Big Bang Theory. Okay. Yeah. Both of those are very good calls for, by the way, they're bringing IT crowd back. Uh, um, are they? Yeah. You should look it up. I'm doing it as Do We Care. What? Uh, yeah. Um, so the Big Bang Theory is another one of those shows where it feels like it portrays nerds in a way that isn't very like, yeah, I know some people that are kind of have those traits. But that's just not how it works. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt this movie was. It was just, it didn't quite bring it home for me uh, on, like, if you're a nerd, you're going to go see this movie. And you're going to be like, eh, that's kind of, you know, that was cool. I like that. I like that. But it's just, it doesn't resonate the same as spending 13 hours in World of Warcraft or whatever. Yeah. And making friends and trying to level up and like all that just isn't there where the book it is. So, yeah. I think that's the perfect place to wrap up the spoiler yeah. cast. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We will catch you next week. Re- next week. Next <laughs> reek. Reek. It rhymes with week. Yeah, tell me how you think I did right in front of my face. Nah. It reeked. Next week, we oh. will be doing a review of A Quiet Place, which we are going to do right now. <gasps> that's how editing works. Huzzah. And we're going to do it quietly. Bye, everybody. See ya. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.